The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I got a young man here in the studio with me, my intern, the number one intern in the world. Don't know which headphone is which, <laughs> so we're going to let that go. But uh, it's a beautiful time to be here in the Valley. Uh, whenever I can be here and do my show, I enjoy it. And then when I can have a guest, it's real special. Today I got a, a special guest with me. I got a man that's been blessed in many ways, uh, but one thing of which we share in common both of us are from that fraternity of National Football League, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I have in the studios with me Tony Bowie. Tony, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Ray. Good, good to be here. Man, it, it's a pleasure to have you here. I, I had the, uh, the fortune, the pleasure to meet Tony this year uh, as the Players Association, uh, the Retired Players Association. But we're not, we're not going to say retire. We're going to say former, former NFL players former. got together in our various meetings and. Uh, uh, Tony has been uh, very instrumental here in bringing and holding this unit of former players together and uh, also on the national level as as well. But but Tony is just an interesting man and, and so many good things that he and I want to talk about. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about basketball. Uh, we're going to talk about people. And we're going to talk about politics. Yeah, politics. That's right. <laughs> football players do more than just play football. We have some intelligent men who know something besides football and tony happens to be one of those uh interesting young man and i'll tell you more about that as we get to that but let, Tony, let's talk a little bit of football man i you know no i don't want to go football first let me let me go nba nba and I, I mean man I, i'm not sure if i'm happy or if i'm sad and and the thing about it is there has been you know three series that's been going on of which three teams have been swept where they were seven game series we only got Four games. I mean, I feel like the fans got cheated, but 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 why is it? I mean, you want to see the best basketball, the most competitive basketball team, with teams being swept. Do you think that's good for the NBA to have you know three you know championship rounds of teams getting swept? How competitive is the league if teams are being swept? Yeah, I think there's a there's a big problem there if you have in the semifinals uh, teams that are getting swept. Uh, you know, it's it's terrible for ratings and. Uh, um, and it doesn't look good for, for the league as a whole. Um, what you want to see this deep into the playoffs are teams that are really battling it out game after game, uh, typically winning on their own courts and then coming down to the last game or two to, to decide you know, who's going to go to the finals or, or move on to the next round. It, it's been um, 
poor basketball, yeah. if you ask me, as, as far as being competitive. That, that's terrible. And, and they're the ones who came up with the slogan, win or go home. I mean, <laughs> and, and it's, it's truly not win or go home because we are truly win or go home because you just lose one time and you go home in football. But, you know, you can get seven games, an opportunity. I mean, you can go a seven-game series or a minimum of four, and these guys, three teams, won a minimum of four games. And, and you're right. For those fans out there in the stands, I, I, you know, one thing that I said all last football season is I felt that in an economy that was as bad as it was last year, and it's getting better, mm-hmm. that I, I felt that at least those people that had spent their money for their tickets to go see a football game, the NFL was delivering. There were some good football games being yeah. played. And the playoff games for sure. You know, you didn't see any blowouts in the playoffs. But th- this is kind of this, this is embarrassing for the NBA. It is. It is. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be uh, some type of realignment as far as um, how they structure contracts mm. or, or, or that type of thing. You really get into the business aspect when you, when you get deep into the playoffs and, uh, and teams aren't competitive. Um, you really have to you know, take a, a real good look at you know, uh, you know, maybe the structure of, of how teams are, are, are paying players or how they're contractors well you know you go, you know the players gonna be calling you now tony you in trouble you tell them <laughs> mess with their money man yeah <laughs> you, i know, you know i know but you got but you got the lakers that's gonna be enjoying some time off the suns the magic you know uh and they're waiting to see what's going to happen of course uh with the Cavs and the Celtics. of course we know that the lakers and the suns are going to play each other but you know the cavaliers over there i mean now uh, the pressure is on lebron james you would think that perhaps maybe the Cavs might be one of those teams that perhaps going to be swept, but they, they're up against the Celtics. And, and I'm not so sure. I mean, right now, we don't, know really, we don't really know who is going to win that. Last year, they made the mistake of making these commercials yeah, uh, with yeah. Kobe and LeBron, and LeBron. those caricatures. Yeah, you know? yeah that, was, that was a bad deal. They, <laughs> they foreshadowed poorly. Woo, and so now this year, I think they kind of held off on it, and they're going to wait and see what happens. But let's talk a little bit about the Celtics and the Cavs. I mean, do you think there's a clear winner there? I mean, would it surprise you if the Celtics came out of that instead of the Cavs? It, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think it's the only race that's been uh, been competitive. And, you know, that no I doubt, watch. that's right. I mean, I, I, that's the only series that I want to watch when, when, uh, when it's on TBS. Um I don't know who I'm pulling for. I just want to see good games like most people. Um, and the fact that uh, the Magic, you know, kind of took care of the Hawks and, uh, you know, the Suns took care of the Spurs and, and uh, the Lakers took care of their business, it, it, it just leaves a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot to be desired. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm from Canton. I play ball for the Browns, I, and I do want to see a championship come. So I, I really do. The Celtics, I mean, I was rooting for the Celtics when they got that championship you mm-hmm. know, a year yeah, or so ago, yeah. rooting for the Celtics. But right now, I'm pulling for LeBron. I mean, it's a lot of weight on his shoulders. I think that LeBron made a statement when he accepted his MVP trophy at the University of Akron. I think he was making a statement, you know, doing it there, bringing his whole team there, that this is where I want to be. This is where I'm going to stay. Uh, hopefully we can win a championship this year, but if we don't, I think he kind of much, pretty much, made that statement. I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for the long run. Yeah, I, I would disagree. I would wow. disagree because of the fact if he doesn't win this year, they have loaded that team with players that are in contracts that are going to be there for the next couple of years. So, but, but, but wait, if he's not there, then the only place he's thinking about going is, I mean, besides that is New York. So he's going to go to New York or New York or New Jersey, but both those teams are playing in New York. So, come on. I mean, how yeah, bad, how, uh, yeah. how, 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 what kind of a chance do they have compared to what the Cavaliers? I think the Cavaliers stand a better chance. they got a much better team now. And, and they can find a way 
to keep that team together if they want to. But is it one of those things where is this a one and done, this team that they have this year? If they don't win, is that team going to be dismantled? And if LeBron leaves, then I'm sure a lot of those guys yeah, want to get yeah. out. And if the contracts will allow them, they may be leaving. So, But I, I think they're going to stay together. they got a lot of chemistry, and you know how important that is. Yeah, chemistry is huge, but I still think along the lines that if they don't win it this year, um, you've got guys that are locked into some contracts in Cleveland that um, – they can't retool as fast. So if I'm LeBron, I'm thinking, okay, uh, we can't win it with the current set of players. Although I love these guys, I love this city, I grew up here, um, I need to go someplace where they can uh, build a team uh, around me that is uh, that can win year in, year out, and be competitive for championships. Now, the, the money situation in Cleveland is a lot different than in New York or Brooklyn. Um, so if he goes to New York, they have a clean slate. I mean, they, they have preparing, been preparing for this eventuality of LeBron becoming a free agent. So he signs in, in, uh, in uh, New York, either team. You know, they, they can go out and get Bosch. They can, they can pull a number of other agents, uh, free agents to build around LeBron. And his, um, the NBA would love, I mean, would love for LeBron to be a Nick. Okay, now you disagree with me, I'm going to disagree with you. Because I don't think LeBron needs to go any place to be a big soup. I mean, he is as big as he can possibly get. I don't think going into another market is going to make his celebrity status any bigger. I don't think it'll bring him any more money. He's already at the cap in terms of, you know, there is a salary cap in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. So he makes the maximum. His deals are still going to be there. If he Whoever he plays for, his deals are going to be there. So why go to New York and, you know, and the temptation of New York itself is just going to perhaps maybe take away from your concentration as a player. Why not just stay there in Cleveland? Like you said, and, and I'm not so sure. I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take it this way. If they don't win, I don't think LeBron leaves. I don't think the team is dissembled. You know, I think the coach may be in trouble. Well, well yeah, I mean, of course the coach is going to be in trouble. I, but, I, but the fact that um, he's at a max contract wherever he goes, I think is irrelevant because it's all the the access and the the accolades, the money that comes outside of basketball that he'll, he'll have um, a better access, uh, a, a area of access to. Cause you're, you you're, think you're he in has the right. Now? Don't you think he has that now? I mean, what do you think? What more could he get? He's got Nike. He's got yeah. He's got Edward, that. But, he's got, but, what else could he get? Uh, well, I mean, you talk about you know the you know um, businesses in in Cleveland as compared to New York. I mean, it's night and day. So he could walk out of his door, walk down the street, do a commercial. Yeah, or, but or, got, I mean, do whatever he wants. But he's in only New got York. 24 hours in a day, and and you know how it is. Yourself, you know, we, we certainly weren't too, you know to the superstar status of LeBron, but you know how your day can get taken up. You're a husband. Well, he's not a husband, but he's a father. Yeah. You know, he's a significant other to somebody else. He has family. He has friends. And then he's got work. And this could really get to the point where all of a sudden now, you know, you see this wearing on a man. This man is really tired because he's constantly doing something. But yeah. listen, we're going we're gonna to move, as, as, as a politician should, we're going to move on to the, <laughs> to the, to the next area of discussion. We got two minutes till we, before we take a break. But two minutes is all it takes for somebody to fall asleep. Is, is baseball got the worst <laughs> PR in the world? How do you how do you throw one of your greatest superstars of all time under the bus? You can't control the fact that Ken Griffey Jr., who is forty, you know, fell asleep. 
You had to put him, you know, on blast like that. Come on, come on, come on. Talk to me, please. That, help me out. It's 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 shameful that he. It's fell already one of the most boring game. sports. It is. I can see. I don't. I understand how he fell asleep. But did you have to tell the world that he fell asleep? Uh, well, you know what? I I don't know. It it could have been, uh, you know. Uh, the ball boy, whoever, and, the, and then he's laughing and giggling, tell somebody else, and you know how how things go. Uh, yeah, how did that? I you mean, know, get viral there was really not, fast. There was not you, you you hitting on the nose. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the PR department because there is no way, Tony, that that a cameraman or or a reporter was in the locker room that caught him sleeping. Somebody threw him under the bus. Yeah, somebody somebody uh, put that up on uh, on a Twitter feed in like two seconds. And that, that that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, baseball is trying to get people into the stands. It it is a boring. Sport, you know, sometimes I mean, if you're out in some place in the outfield, you might not hit, get a ball hit to you all day long, you know. And if you're a pitcher, you're not pitching that day. You, you that's why they're out there playing all the games, yeah, yeah. you know, out, uh, you know, and waiting to come in the game. I so, think the, the bigger the bigger problem is that he he feels entitled. Oh wow. Okay, you had to take it there, man. That's Tony yeah, Boyd yeah. for you. That's how they do it down there in Tampa Bay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. We got a special guest on the other side. Make sure you come back. Terrence Austin, wide receiver for the Washington Redskins, and his first year as a pro is going to be right here with us after this message. Come back, please. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Not goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. But you know what they say, Kanye. Slow motion better than no motion. Hey, slow motion better than no motion. The Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to finish living like it matters. Got my friend Tony Bowie in the studio with me. And uh, Tony and I was talking about a little bit of everything, man, about some boring baseball. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, we ain't, it, it, it will put you to sleep. But we ain't going to talk about boring baseball any, <laughs> any longer. We're going to talk about some exciting sports. And, and so we're going to talk a little bit about some football. Uh, but, but first of all, I got to have somebody join us, you know, because, Tony, you and I have been through this. First year, first year in the league, rookie year coming into the NFL, yeah. and, and you find yourself in a position where, you know, you're in a huddle with some people of which you may have idolized. You you, yeah. you tried to emulate their game. You tried to play the game like they did. Now you have to get to the point where you got to play better than they play it. And so right now we got with us Terrence Austin. Terrence, you there, man? Hey, how you doing? Man, I'm doing fine. Say hello to Tony Bowie. Terrence. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing good, Terrence. Yeah. Glad to have you on. All right, all right. Hey, listen, uh, Terrence, man, I, I was just sharing with Tony. He and I were kind of reminiscing about them rookie years. And, man, you, you just coming out of UCLA, drafted in the seventh round. That was uh, the 12th round when I played the last round. And so you had to be sitting there a little bit nervous. Am I right? Hello? Can you hear us? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I said, uh, I, like you, was sitting around waiting until that last round. In my generation, it was a 12th. Yours, of course, it was a 7th. You had to be a little bit nervous as the draft was going down. Is that right? Yeah, I was real nervous, actually, man. You know, I, I, really, I really didn't expect to get picked up at all in the draft. But, you know, it, just, just the anticipation and, you know, just being anxious about everything, just trying to figure out where else. That looks like we lost. Oh, hey, did we lose you? Well, you know, that happens in, in technology. I'm sure we'll get him back. But uh, but in, in the meantime, hey, Terrence, we dropped you, man. The call dropped. Be sure to call us back or or uh, let me see if I can get prime time to get him back on the line for us. But in the meantime, turn this you and I. Just uh, keep moving forward here. It was, it was very interesting today. Uh, you know, it's always interesting things happen in, in the National Football League. But, you know, of course they reported that, you know, with the Redskins, and I was going to talk a little bit about that uh, when Terrence came online, but he, he's, he's a young man. Maybe we shouldn't get him involved in this. But Hainsworth, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't like to talk about players and their mm -hmm. money. I think they should get as much as, as they possibly can get. But, you know, he's in a situation now where – Allegedly, you know, there's a new system that's about to be brought in, and, and, and it's not a system that he feels good about where they want to play him at, allegedly, and mm -hmm. so he hasn't shown up. Here's a team who's trying to, you know, bring itself together, yeah. try to unite, go in yeah. a different direction, new coach. I mean, do you think he needs to be there now with the team, or is this, if it's voluntary offseason stuff, he doesn't show up. I mean, how do yeah. you feel when one of the teammates don't show up? Well, that, does that send a message? Well, we, we know that there's no such thing as uh, voluntary in the <laughs> National Football Mandatory League. volunteer. There yeah, you go. Yeah, you better show up um, no matter who you are. 
There, there are probably a few exceptions to the rule when, when you get uh, a, a number of years under your belt. But Albert Hainsworth is not there. Um, he, after his $100 million contract, uh, he has underperformed. Um, but it, it is the, the Redskins that gave him all the money. Um, it, it, in part, is, is uh, you know, somewhat of a gamble when you give a lo- you know, somebody that much money and you hope they perform well and they uh, act like a leader. Um, but at this point, uh, not showing up under a new coach, uh, needing to learn a new system, he needs to be there. He needs to you know, make a stamp amongst his teammates saying, I'm, I'm on board, I'm going to learn this new defense, and I'm going to excel in it, no matter what defense it is. And it should be about we and not me. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and and it, that's not the case, it seems like. Okay, we got Terrence back on. Hey, Terrence, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, don't worry about that, hey, man. This happens with technology. You know, it's just like, hey, w- Keep going until you hit a whistle. If you don't hit a whistle, then okay, call us back. Yeah, yeah. You, you, now, now you get you're gonna get some money, so you can get off that cricket phone. There you go. There you go. So, speaking of speaking of getting some money, you were you were in a huddle with a whole lot of money. Tell me what it feels like, a rookie to be in a huddle and Donovan McNabb, you know, potentially a future Hall of Fame in that huddle. Now, I, I you know, I talked about you know somebody being your idol, but I know being a receiver, man, you there's some quarterbacks out there you like. How does it feel? Tell us, share that with us, how it felt being in the huddle and Donovan McNabb calling a play. Oh, it, it, it was great, you know, as a rookie, you know, especially when you first walk in the locker room, you know, and you, you, you see all of these guys you've been watching on TV and, you know, especially some of the guys that's been there in the league when you were growing up. You know, you, you start to look at these guys in there and you start thinking like, man, you know, let me pinch myself. You know, it's, it's kind of surreal at first, you know, but, you know, with with learning the playbook and getting in the huddle and especially when Donovan's there spitting out the, 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 the whole call and you sitting there looking at him at the same time, you're like, dang, this is Donovan McNabb. You know, telling me to play, and then you you gotta you sit there and figure out what what yeah. you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Now, now tell me. <laughs> now tell me. So uh, on your Xbox games, right? You were playing with Donovan McNabb. I played with Donovan <laughs> McNabb. You know, with, with Philly. You know, I had him throwing balls to to, to Macklin and, and Jackson. You know, all of those guys. <laughs> wow, that, and, and see, that's that's what's so amazing because it's just like overnight it happens. You know, one day you're on the outside, the next day you're in the huddle. So yeah. so you so you've been in the huddle now. Being in that huddle and hearing that play call, now you, you didn't come from a small-time program. Now this is a man coming from UCLA. What would you see in that short period of time? Just what's the significant difference that you've seen just being in camp for a couple of days with the guys compared to what you saw at UCLA? Well, it, you know, it, for the most part, everything was ran the same way. You know, uh, uh, Shanahan and 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 and, and Darrell had the same. Uh, a, a, a regiment, you know, at, at UCLA, it was the same. You know, even with Coach Newhart, it was ran the same way. But I mean, as far as the play calling and stuff, you know, we still ran the West Coast offense, so everything's everything is similar. You know, it don't, it's a little bit different in the in the terminology and stuff, but you know, all the formations and stuff are pretty much the same. And that's what I, that's what I I say, Tony. I tell a lot of cats, you know, when you go to a different team. You know, if you're on offense or you're on defense, you know, either you, if it's an offense, they either going to run a nine, a seven, a yeah. six, a five, you know, that kind of thing. They yeah. may call it something else, but it's the same thing. Tony, when you were at Tampa Bay defense, everybody knows Tampa Bay, Tampa 2. Yep. But when I was in college, Pete Carroll taught us Tampa 2, and, and, and we called that, you know, cover 2. So, mm-hmm. it, what, Tony, was it the same thing for you as you played in the league? Yeah, yeah, it, w- it was the same. You know, you, like you said, you know, you'll go in different, uh, under different schemes. 
they'll be running the same plays, just calling it something different. And and this you'll understand. Obviously, this is a business, and the the more that you understand how uh, you know you know defenses and offenses work, you can translate that uh, and and go to another team and pick it up pretty quickly. Um, I think when when you go from college to the NFL, the biggest thing is you'll see the the, the difference in the athletic ability of guys. I mean, you know, Terrence. I mean, you know, talk about you know, lining up for the first time and you're running around and you have a DB on you, and you probably you know some of the guys you're like, who is this? But oh, I mean, oh, the guys yeah. are tremendously athletic. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. You know, in, in college, you know, most, everybody's coached you know a certain way, but you know, from the difference between college and the NFL, everybody's good in NFL. Yeah. You know, you got everybody's fast. You know, and, and, and everybody's athletic, athletic ability is just as just as good and up to par as yours is, you know. So, you know, in college, I remember I used to line up on the defensive back and be like, okay, I don't have to worry about yeah. technique right yeah. here. You know, I can just, you know, give them a nod and I'm out of here, you know. And then within college, you know, I, I mean, in, in NFL, the other day I lined up against D'Angelo Hall and I had to figure out what I needed to do exactly to beat him back to the football because this guy's a – Four three four two guy, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. I have to really figure out how I have to how I can beat him back to the football. Yeah, and well, that, you know that's the difference. Well, that, that that's a great point because uh, last week on our show we had Kelvin Fisher. Fish is a, a scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we were just talking about you know how how the game of football has changed over the years. You know, position by position, we were trying to break it down. Uh, to try to give some perspective and some insight to those out there that are listening as to what you have to expect and, and what you just said, how are you going to beat him back to the ball? Because in the pros, there's no waiting for the ball. you you got to go get the ball because most DBs, you know, primetime, uh, Dion, the, the, the real primetime mm-hmm. Dion back there listening, <laughs> you know, he always said, man, listen, you know, very few people in the Hall of Fame for making tackles or making hits. You know, if you're a DB, you got to intercept them ball. So, yeah. so they definitely going after them, man. So I'm glad you're going after that ball and, and you're trying to get it. Let me ask you one other question. I understand that uh, I'm going to take you back to high school. Uh, you you had a pretty special high school teammate back there too, right? Is that, am, am I correct? Were oh, you yeah. were you and Deshaun Jackson teammates in high school? Yeah, we, we, we was definitely a dynamic duo back then. Wow, in <laughs> high school. Now, okay, let me ask you something. Now, if you're the quarterback, you know, and you got you on one side, him on the other <laughs> side, how did he decide who he gonna throw the ball to? <laughs> you know, it, to be honest with you, I mean, hey, you know, not not to not to stroke myself or my team. You know, we we was just that good. You know, and a quarterback would drop back and he just would pick us out. You know, sometimes we would just, you know, put our goals and shoot for how many touchdowns we wanted to score and, you know, we would try to reach that. So we would have me and Deshaun would have competitions with each other. Wow. You know, we, we would try to see who scored the most touchdowns in one game or not. So that that's just how we used to work. Now did you guys win a state championship in high school? Uh we, we actually we didn't have a state championship uh game when I played until uh actually we, they didn't even have state championship. Man, you're not that old. Come on, come on. Come on now. You you act like you you know Yeah. Come on now. You guys had to have a, you, you make us seem like you fifty. No, no, I'm I'm serious. When I played <laughs> they, they they just now started having state championships in college football I mean in high school football out here in California. Okay, okay. And, and you know, we when we played then we would have a division and section championship. So it would be just South, seven California sections. They never had the, the the North and the South play against each other until maybe my sophomore year in uh, in college. Okay. okay, so how did you guys do? Did you guys get a chance to win that division at conference? Yeah, we did. We actually won my junior year. We won, uh, we won the section championship, CIF championship. We 
played against uh, Los Alamitos High School. And we, me and Deshaun, uh, actually uh, won that game. Okay, well, listen, uh, I'll tell you what, I, I've, been, I've been blessed. I've had both of you guys on the show. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Deshaun is having a camp coming up, I think, sometime in, uh, in uh, either May or June. So you might want to put that call in, man, because you're in the league now. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try to, you know, hook up with him about that. He's we've discussed it, you know, I just it's been so much going on with me, he probably, you know, knows that and uh, you know, just trying to respect how much uh work I got going on right now. Okay, well listen, hold on a second, okay? We're gonna have to take this break when you hear that music. You know some rail of sports on the Voice America network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, got wide receiver for the Washington Redskins, Terrence Austin with me, and of course my man Tony Bowie. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer is with me as well. Yeah. We'll be right back. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we. We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports. 
hear that music? We're back. Listen to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, of course, I got in the studio with me my friend Tony Bowie, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And uh, Terrence Austin is in LA, uh, but joining us here on Voice America Sports. And. Um, you know, Tony, we talked about some things earlier, man, and, and, and we got a young man here, and, and, and we just want to let him know, you know, a little bit about the league and what happens. And, and, and once you become a professional, you know, you, you are, you don't have a private life anymore. And things that happen, you become part of the news, and we're part of the media here. And, and as a young man that, that perhaps maybe made some bad decisions, uh, but we got to talk about this. And that is, you know, Brian Cushing, you know, yeah. supposedly, allegedly, has some illegal substance as it relates to the rules and regulation of the National Football League that was found in his system in September of last year. And, and so this year he's going to have to uh, suffer uh, the consequences of his decision, and he's going to miss four games. Now, there's also some talk about, about his uh, defensive rookie of the year yeah. trophy. Yeah. Uh, you know, either somehow or another um, rescinding that and taking that back from him or perhaps maybe uh, an asterisk. I think an asterisk should be put by his name, Tony. Give me some insight. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I um, I don't know if you should put an asterisk by his name uh, because, and I heard they were, they were thinking about revoting for the for the award. Um, but if you go back and revote for the award, you really have to think about okay, what you know, what are you doing in opening Pandora's box? Because there are a lot of people in the past. That that may have taken a uh, a banned substance and won an award that year. Um, so you, you go back and you take away MVPs or or Player of the Week awards, those types of things. But uh, they didn't get caught. Well, uh, well. I mean, it's like speeding. You know, you speed down the highway. If the if the if the, if the guy don't catch you, you didn't speed. But 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 he uh, got caught. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it's it's Brian's own doing because he put something in his body that was banned. And what you exactly. do now is you go to your trainer and say, hey, can I take this? Um, look at it, and then you get a blessing. Um, it wasn't as intense when I played, and and not when you played. But now, um, with the with the growth of the league, and it's more of a business now, and all the rules and regulations, um, you have to be conscious of what you take. And Brian is now going to pay for the for uh, the decision that he made. Hey, Terrence, and I, I listen. We're not saying that you're taking any illegal substance. We just want <laughs> to bring it to the attention, let you know how serious it is. I don't care what it is, any type of substance that's not legal within in, in this league there are serious consequences because there's a commission that's in charge and he's not playing so mm -hmm. are, are you aware have they made you guys aware because tony back in the day i wasn't aware that that you know i thought just the big guys took steroids i wasn't aware of the fact that sprinters you know were taking you know performance enhancement drugs and there were things out there to make you as planet gridiron says bigger stronger faster you know so so terrence I, I'm not saying you are, but w wide receivers and DBs, you know, there's things out there that they're taking nowadays. So, you know, if you see that stuff around you, man, be sure to stay away from it. But I'm sure you you running that four three four two four four without that. Am I right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's just something that, that's all hard work right there. Yeah. You know what I mean, and, you know, even working out with uh, you know, uh, the guy that I trained with pre pre draft, you know, Travell Gaines at Performance Gaines. He great trainer. You Shameless know I mean? plug, he, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He 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 uh, recommended uh, that you know, hey, you know, make it all natural. You know, we don't we don't you know support any substances substances at all. You know, whether it's legal or not. No, I you like that. I mean? 
and he was like, you know, let's just let's just do it natural here. You know, he's a real good trainer. You know, even even back at school at UCLA, you know, they they printed out a list every year, and we had to sign. You know, we had um, workshops and stuff that, that that helped us out with that type of stuff. You know, and it, you know educated us about everything that we needed to know. So and so now now I hear that Tony, they made sure it, it sometimes there is people say there's you know no excuse for lack of knowledge but here's a team that's taking upon themselves their program to educate their kids as to what they can and cannot take their young men yeah like you said somebody intentionally took something they shouldn't be taking in the first place i don't think you should take anything but time out to go and work out and work on your craft when you start putting something in your body you know and and i i gotta watch it because just just recently i started letting my son take some of this muscle milk stuff mm -hmm. you know yeah. I, i'm i'm really old school tony should they really be taking <laughs> anything besides taking time out to go work a little harder well i mean i think that there's been advancements in technology over the years that uh doctors have found out that uh if you take natural vitamins or supplements that uh, can help uh, you know help you recover after a workout I, I don't think it, you know there's a problem with that but there is a line that's been drawn by the NFL that says if you take these particular um, uh, you know drugs or in uh, you know vitamins or whatever it is that uh, go beyond what we think is acceptable in, in playing in the NFL and you just have to be uh, aware of what it is. You know, you have to, you know, either go to someone else, a trainer or a doctor, and find out, is, are these the types of supplements that I can take and still be eligible to play in the National Football League without breaking rules? It's a business. Okay. And hey, Terrence, I like the way you do it, man. I like the way you just yeah. break it down and work real hard. But, but Tony's giving it to you the way it is. It, it is legal to take certain things and so right. as long as you got that list and you know what it is and i think what you're saying tony is you got the list don't deviate from what's yeah. on that list yeah. mm -hmm. and so that that's that and so if, if anybody out there listening to the show listen that, that's what, if it's not on the list don't ask the question can i take it it's not <laughs> on the list right <laughs> so yeah. if it's on the list that tells you you can or if it's on the list and say you can't follow the you can't and follow the you can so let, let, let's move a little, way, a little bit away from that, man. What about some performance enhancement? Is, up, is there some performance enhancement out there for Jamarcus Russell? Tony, help me out. How, <laughs> I, man, what's, what's wrong with that young man? I feel sorry for him. I, I really do. I mean, do you really feel sorry? I, and I don't want to go because it it, it's not always about the money. So I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him just because he made a whole lot of money. No. You know, no. I mean, what about his performance enhancement? It's a, this is a mental approach to his craft that he's not mentally into it. Am I right? I mean, yeah. come on. You you know, I had a conversation with my man, the number one intern in the world. Football's not just about 16 weeks. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is Jamarcus Russell thinks it's just about 16 I weeks. Agree. And that's all he puts into it is 16 weeks. But you got to come to camp in shape. You got to be ready mentally to play the game. And the game is not a 16-week season anymore. It, that's why they have all these off-season programs. You got to, like you said, the voluntary Tony, which yeah. is not really voluntary. It's not very voluntary. You just got to be ready. So, when you Terrence, when you look at a man like Jamarcus Russell, I mean, y your chance to get to the pros, you you went a different direction. You probably had to take the 270, which takes you all around instead of the 95 straight up the road. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you didn't have to. You, it's been more difficult for you, not Jamarcus, but yeah, Jamarcus. When you see somebody like that, is not as committed. It, I mean, do you think about that man? His man got a chance. He's the first pick of the draft. 
What's wrong with him? I mean, do, do you think about those guys who just let their opportunities go to waste and, and don't make the best of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. And, and, you know, I, I, I honestly don't really know what Jamarcus Russell's issue was. I haven't really paid attention to it. I just know what, what has been said. But, um, you know, with, with me, I, I've been playing football all my life. You know what I mean? It's something that I really love to do. I have I have passion for it. You know what I mean? It's it's the love of the game, I, I would say. You know what I mean? And I, it's just something that I do. I, I wake up every morning thinking about what I'm going to do to get better. And, you know, I, now I have to make a spot on the roster. You know, I wasn't guaranteed anything. I don't have a big signing bonus or nothing like that. You know, so I'm, I'm working for what's three or four years ahead of me on trying to, you know, do well so I can sign a big contract. It probably won't ever be as big as his, but, you know, that's what I'm working for. And I think that that's probably what, you know, the deal is with a lot of people who, you know, get picked early and, you know, maybe like the, the money that they get and don't think that they have to work as hard as the, the guys that come in later. That's maybe why there's more a higher percentage of guys who get picked later that last longer in the NFL. Yeah, and I, and, and I understand exactly what you're saying, man, because you're right, you know, the kind of money that he, that he makes and, uh, and, and, and you would think that he, he, has a, uh, that he would be more committed you know, to his craft, but you know, again, money don't make the man. Yeah, yeah. You know, the man's got to make his uh, make himself. You know, man, we've been joined in the studio. This this is a beautiful day for me. I mean, I just been blessed. I, I got another brother in here. You know, who joined me in the studio. You know, uh, two Super Bowl rings. Look like he got one of them on his finger. <laughs> you know, came, came all 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 the way from uh, from from Miami. You know, and that is uh you know two Super Bowl champion, all pro. You know, uh, pro bowler, all that, Dave Dorison. What, what's going on there, my man? Good, my brother, it's good to be in the studio, man. Man, I'm so glad you came. I know you got some business you're here to take care of, and uh, you, you took the time out to stop in the studio with us, and of course, uh, Tony Bouillo over here with us, and, uh, and and we got a young man on with us, Dave. We got a wide receiver drafted uh, in the seventh round by the Western Redskins, uh, Terrence Austin, and, and and we just sharing with him, man, what, what it's like. And, and, and now, Terrence, I, I want to bless you. You got a man who, who came out of Notre Dame, very well educated man, successful, you know, after his career is over with. But, you know, here's a man will tell you what type of commitment is, is going to take by your entire team. And, mm -hmm. and, and plus those young guys like yourself who are coming in, when you see those veterans, man, don't let them intimidate you. you got to step right in. Am I, am I right, Dave? That's right. Uh, the first thing that they're going to look for, Terrence, and congratulations on being drafted, man. Welcome to the fraternity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, the first thing that they're going to be looking for is for you to make your contribution. And so that means simply be yourself. But play at a high level at all times, you know, whether it's practice or whatever. Make sure that you're playing at a high level. And and I can I can attest to that practice. You know, everybody. You know, Alan used to talk about that. You know, practice. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe he had his point. But I'm gonna tell you, it is true. You play the way you practice. And you look at those players out there. You you look at the majority of players that do a great job. You'll notice that you see they do a great job in practice as well. And plus, that's where you're gonna get the coach's attention because you're gonna be exactly. going up against you know some of those guys on the first on the first team for sure. And so, hey, man, we got, we got music. We'll have to take a break. We're going to come back. Terrence, you hold on with us. We're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Double D is in the house. And, of course, Tony Bowie as well. Terrence, hold on, man. We'll be right back. Okay. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no car to take you on a The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports in my stones let it rain i hide your plane in the bank coming down like a thousand jones when the clouds come we go all righty, we Rockefeller. We rocking it in the house right here, man. I got Dave Doris and Double D. Y'all know the show, Double Time with Double D. That's right. You can hear it right here on Voice America Sports, where we got him on Rail of Sports today, and we appreciate Dave coming in. And of course, I got Tony Bowie with me as well. Tony, uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and Terrence Austin, who is about to see what it's like to be a member of the fraternity of the National Football League. Hey, Terrence, listen, man. Um, I appreciate you spending time with us on the show. Uh, you, you. When's the next time you got to be back in Washington? Uh, I'll be. I'm going to graduate on the 11th and the 12th, and then uh, I'll be back for the mini camp for the uh, 16th through the 18th. Oh man, congratulations, there, man. Where'd you get your degree in? Uh, history. Well, hey, well right. you, awesome. you about to make some history too, man. So we we appreciate <laughs> you being here. That high school two, two receivers in in the NFL and of course uh UCLA I like that school you know uh man you guys had they got a history of some DBs back there Kenny Easley back yes, in the sir. day you know and uh, Troy Aikman you know quarterback so y- y'all got a lot of things going on there at UCLA and and you're going to be part of that history so we want to wish you well man you want to give some shout outs before you leave 
Oh, yeah, you know, like you know, I mentioned earlier, Travell Gaines for perform- performance gains. You know, he helped me out pre-draft, good guy. Uh, Juan Walden from Wild Inc., you know, I want to thank him. He helped me, uh, help prepare me for everything and uh, get me right for this mini camp that just came up. Also, Irv Booker and Gary Caliban from a few, uh, few pro sports. And you know, I just want to thank my family and thank God, you know, that I'm in the position that I am in now. And, and I want to do this, man. You got a, a, a special one in your life because I heard a little noise in the background a little bit ago. Am I right? Oh, yeah, that's my little girl, Trinity Amiel Austin. That's my baby girl right, right there. Okay, man, you make it happen for her, man. And we'll be count- Hey, we'll be tuning in with you from throughout the season. Want to hear some inside perspective only from you. Nobody else can give it to us, so uh, stay in touch with Voice America Sports. All right, thanks for having me on. All right, man, take care now. All right, thanks. All right. Okay, hey, fellas, man, listen, I, I, I'm going I'm to change the subject just a little bit. I want to be a little controversial here. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing something about, you know, there's some maybe some off-season workouts going on, facts, maybe, and perhaps maybe Tom Brady is not there because he wants to spend some time with the kids. And, and then Albert Hainsworth is not there <coughs> for a different reason. You know, his reason he's not there is because uh, allegedly it's going to be this defense that maybe he doesn't want to play. Yeah, that's what's being reported. It could be that he just wants to spend time with his family, that, too. That's, that's what I want to say. I, yeah. Regardless of what it is, this is all about a game of which we have to make tremendous sacrifices about. Tom, make enough money, bring the kids with you. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, you, you got to look at it one way or the other, but the bottom line is the men are not there. We, we can't prepare like this if, if everybody's not here. Why is it somebody gets a pass for whatever reason it is, but the other person doesn't get a pass? I, I just don't like that. Now, now Tony, you're the politician, and we're going to talk about politics. <laughs> yeah. Is this politically correct to give one guy a pass and not the other guy a pass? They're both not there. Yeah, they're, they're both not there. You know, Albert has uh, um, it's been reported he's not showing up because of the change in uh, the defense. Yeah, but, that's the me and not uh, we. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but the fact I think you you are dealing with two different individuals. Tom Brady has been a top performer year in year out since he's been in the league. Um, uh, you know, maybe he gets a pass. I don't know. Um, and Albert has been a top for- performer as well. Um, although I think this past year he he didn't perform to the level that he has usually performed at. Um, and the fact that he got the big contract and people are skeptical. But, you know, in my opinion, they both should be there. Um, that's part of the job. Uh, that's what they get paid for. And if I'm an owner, I want all my players there. And I agree with that because, Dave, look, you know, when you start, I mean, you've been on a team with multiple personalities, you know, Super Bowl champions, historic team. When you start treating one person like a Super Bowl, or a superstar and he, he gets a pass, then that, that creates a little dissension in the huddle, man. Am I right about that? Or, or, or you think they should no, give him a pass because, you know, I mean, sweetness was sweetness. Did sweetness get a pass or was he like everybody else? Well, um, Walter could do whatever he wanted to do. <laughs> but, uh, but WP came to work. And that's, that's a fact. But, you know, but here, too, though, we're talking about volunteer or what's supposed to be a volunteer? Yeah, but we know workout. there is no. Yeah, well, yeah, we know yeah. there is no volunteer. Really. Right, it's right. mandatory Not volunteer. And, and so it, exactly, and we understand that. But um, but voluntary still means voluntary. And as, as far as that goes, Albert's taking that that uh, literally in this instance. However, you've got um, you know new coaching staff um, in, and a new uh, new defense going in. So I understand their their desire and need to have him there now to blow Albert up. Uh, in the media and all this stuff and make him out to be the bad guy, I think is a, is a stupid move on the part of the Redskins because the fact of the matter is, again, this is voluntary. And, and unless uh, you know, they're going to, to put some type of, uh, you know, some type of pay or, or, or something behind it, 
and demand that everybody be there. If, if, if in fact, it's voluntary, although, again, we, we, we know that, uh, that that's not true. That's right. Either make it mandatory or, or give the guy his, his absolute uh, respect. And I think the, uh, the attacks are, are um, unwarranted. But I certainly understand it. Yeah, and, and again, it's the media. Sometimes, you know, and we now are a part of this thing, you know, and, and sometimes they just need some things to talk about because it is voluntary. Now, regardless of whatever reason, one man chose not to come because he wants to spend time with his kids and the other chose not to come because, you know, allegedly he doesn't like the new systems being put in place. But let's just treat them both fair. They're not there and, and you know how it is in the offseason. A lot of times the chemistry is such that, okay, man, listen, we, we want to reload, as, as my man Fish says, and we want to go after this bowl next year. So let's everybody make the commitment to come here. We're all going to make the sacrifice, and we're going to come. And listen, nowadays players make enough money. He could bring the kids with him. Yeah. You know, Tom could bring the kids with him. Hey, but, we, Dave, we, we got to do something different. We can support our fraternity brothers in every way we can, fraternity of football. Brother Bowie here is, is talking about history. Mm-hmm. You know some of the things that's going on here in the state of Arizona. Uh, you know, the last state to recognize Dr. King. But, but we have one of our members of our fraternity here who is, for those of you out there who can't see us, a black man who is running for an office here in the state of Arizona, but running as on a Republican ticket. And so I, I want to give the microphone to, to Brother Bowie and, and, and just, you know, let everybody know what, what made you decide to make this, this choice and to take on this challenge at, at this particular time in your life. You know, and I've always been interested in politics. Um, I thought I would get involved in politics later in life, you know, retired, kids are gone. You know, you run for the community council or, or the Phoenix City Council or something. And then I was diagnosed with cancer in 07. And uh, went through treatment in 08. And, and uh, you know, when you go through an experience like that, you think, you know, life is pretty short. Mm. And um, so why wait? And I, I just had happened to have a friend who I met in Bible study. Um, and he was our current state representative. And he was uh, resigning or, or retiring. He wasn't going to run again. He asked me um, uh, if I wanted to run in his place. So I did in 08. Um, I lost in the primary. Um, but it was a good learning experience and really trying to understand what politics is all about, what, uh, you know, what, uh, what our government is about. And, um, you know, with my educational experience, I have two advanced degrees, I own my own business. Um, you know, I thought I had a lot to offer. So I, I, uh, the state Senate seat is open in my area. So I said, what better opportunity than to run for an open seat? Well, you know, now when you say it's open, uh, explain to those out there who may not know exactly what that means, because sometimes something's open, but then mysteriously it closes. I know a little <laughs> bit about that, so why don't you tell us yeah. a little bit about uh, that? Our current state senator is term limited. We have term limits in Arizona. Um, you can run for uh, eight, uh, excuse me, four consecutive two-year terms, and you're term limited. you got to run for a different office. So our state senator is term limited. So, uh, you know, the next senator for our district will be, um, not him, obviously. So I, I threw my name in the hat. Um, I turned in my paperwork to get my name officially on the ballot today. Um, you know, you got to go out and get so so many signatures. So uh, that's what it means by being open. Let me let me ask you something. On, on, a, on a national scale, is your politics as a Republican pretty much in line with what the national politics of, of the Republican Party, or is it somewhat different? You know, I'm a, I'm a conservative. You know, I believe in free markets. I believe in individual responsibility, limited government. I'm a pro-life candidate. Um, you know, I'm a Christian, so I believe, uh, you know, that, that uh, every life is valuable. Um, 
And uh, so when you look at that, yeah, I mean, first and second amendment, and tenth, tenth. But we amendment. only got thirty seconds, man. But I gotta ask you, this <laughs> new bill has been passed, man. Come on, well, you, you got yeah, respect about this new bill. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, we can talk about it on the other side, but there, there's a lot to it, and uh, the federal government has is not taking care of the responsibility for ninety eight oh, wow. years. Oh wow, he's trying to throw Obama under the bus. I can't. It's not Obama. It's, it's everybody. <laughs> okay, hey, listen, Tony, I appreciate it, man. I'm gonna do everything I can to help you out, man. I may not join with that party. But I'm going to do what I can to help you out, man. So I appreciate God bless it. you and good luck. Double D. Yes, sir. I appreciate my man being in the studio. Came all the way from Miami to be in the studios with us. Of course, that's Dave Dorison. Double time with Double D right here on Voice America Sports. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to finish living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Because in the dark, you can't see shiny cars. And that's when you need me there. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.